live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Here's the 3-2. Got him! Look it! And the inning is over! <laughs> Look at the Sandman! He is fired up! It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Little blooper towards second, and a reaching, diving catch made by wow. Diego. Wow. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the law offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Wait, he oh. blasts one to left, hits deep, track, whoa, go! Swung on and driven to left and deep, and it is gone! It's a walk-off grand slam for Peyton Graham, and you can unhitch the wagon! What a comeback! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Here comes Jimmy. Zero step and flips it with the left hand on the left side. 45 for Jimmy Butler. They win this thing 115-105. This one, like the last one, belongs to the Heat, and they're up 2-0. To the right side, Noel won't shoot it. Zero's on the clock. Streamers from the Raptors. The Grizzlies have even up the series at a game apiece. 124-96. Rebound Larry Nance. Celebrate, boys. Dribble this baby out. Enjoy this one. Oh, my heavens. We are coming home, tied at one. First pitch to Pettis, squares the bunt, runner takes off, throw down to second base. Here comes Squires home, the throw home, and he is safe. They double steal, and it's eight to five. Three days to the spring game. Just remind y'all, in case any of you forgot, have amnesia. Oh, my heavens. Hour two. Toby and TJ back with you. By the way, I was listening to a podcast with Joey Votto yesterday. I need to send it to you. I think you'd really like this guy, TJ. Um, Fascinating, brilliant individual and a really good baseball player. But he was talking about the um, upcoming Field of Dreams game. It's the Reds and Cubs this year at Field That's of right. Dreams. That's right, yes. Mm-hmm. His father's passed away. Joey's Votto, uh, Joey Votto's father has passed away, and he was talking about how his dad taught him to love baseball and he used to play catch all the time, and it's going to be emotional when he goes to the Field of Dreams this year because of the whole play a catch with dad thing. And It's like choking up on this podcast talking about it. And I was like, you know what? I need to be there. That probably I probably need to be at the Field of Dreams game. They built um, it. You're supposed to go. So let me uh, hop on StubHub here, TJ. I looked it up <laughs> yesterday. Let me get in. Good luck. I know kind of what they were last year, so uh, good luck. Let me get an update. I figured that the boss lady and the listeners would probably help send me. I would be more than glad to haul the equipment for you and set it up and do our show from there. $3,750 is the cheapest ticket right now. Wow. It's 
down the left field line. It's not even a good seat. So uh, hopefully that will come down a bit as the game approaches, but that's right now what it's going to cost to get me in the door, TJ. $3,750. Well, as a man, uh, you're a man who makes over five hundred k a year. Right, right. That's nothing. That's nothing. That's been established on this show. Right. So anyway, uh, I did not go ahead and purchase that ticket. We'll... Um, We'll continue to seek out a better deal potentially down the line. But. We're going to split the squad up. Again, we're going to have a red. And- yeah. uh, Brent wants to talk about uh, spring game. Calm today. down, Brent. Brent Venables met with the media yesterday uh, and kind of laid out how Saturday is going to work. We're going to split the squad up. Again, we're going to have a red and white team, and uh, Dylan will play a little bit of quarterback for both sides, but otherwise we're going to split it evenly, uh, coaches as well. And... Um, We'll name the, the head coaches here in a, another day uh, as well, and we'll let the players know by Thursday uh, who's on what team, and then we'll have it all juiced up on different sidelines. And and uh, I'm really excited about seeing all the uh, former um, former players, all the alumni. There's going to be a tremendous um, showing from them, and it makes this place really special. There's nowhere in college football that has uh, the consistent um, alumni presence than the University of Oklahoma. And um, I've always known that from afar. And there's other schools that have good support, but uh, this is this is uncommon, uh, what we're about to see here this weekend. and We're going to split the squad up. Okay. Uh, sorry, start it over again. Fire alarm uh, what probably you, went off. When it, yeah, when well, we had that yesterday, too. How about that? <laughs> Fire alarm went off in the middle I of the I think my conference. favorite thing about that, I don't remember whose clip it was, they pan across the room, and then Barry Trammell's right, right next to this person just laughing. <laughs> He's giggling like a teenage boy. Yes. <laughs> I also I enjoyed Barry. how no one moved. No, no one's, no one's leaving for that fire alarm. Please go to the nearest exit. Uh, no, nah, that's okay. I can wait We're it in out. the middle of a Brent Venables press conference. <laughs> Brent's like, I can wait it out. It's all right. <laughs> we'll fist fight that fire if it comes our way. <laughs> Uh, all right. So there you go, Teach. That's how it's going to work. You're going to have uh, you're going to split up the teams, and Dylan Gabriel's going to play quarter. He's going to be all time quarterback. Sounds like they're going to play an actual football game. Yeah. Hmm. Lincoln's making it sound like they're the only ones doing that, but apparently hmm. some other people are too. I don't What's know. What's Lincoln saying? Uh, unlike some people, we're actually going to tackle at uh, our game because we're physical, and that's what we do around here. We tackle okay. every day. Oh. So, How about that? I'd like you to know that, yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah, sounds like they're going to play a game, 3 o'clock on Saturday. <laughs> uh, you're going to have a red team and a white team. Half the guys are going to be on one team, half on the other. Except for Dylan Gabriel. He'll play for both. Sunscreen, people. It's going to be hot, kind of probably some clouds in and out, which can make it worse on the old uh, burn. Uh, yeah, weather, weather did confirm last night. They, uh, Damon Lane's forecast said, he said, you're good for the spring games. And Stillwater nice. and Norman, no rain at either one until after those games are complete. Then the storms hit Saturday night. Old D Lane dropping the forecast, That's right. huh? That's right. Uh, do you believe him? Which probably means storms roll in early. They hit about 2 o'clock and it rains until about 6 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. No, let's hope not. Let's hope not. It looks TJ good. Though. will be looks there. Good. He'll be in the lower bowl. Mixed results continue to come in. Well, as I think everyone will be in the lower bowl. Or not. The uh, upper levels aren't open. So, is that true? I don't know. That's what I've been told. 
You've been told different. I don't know who to believe. I've been told both. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've I've heard I've never heard same. anyone say that it was open, so I don't think and it I've, is. I've heard people say, "Why would they close the upper bowl when they're trying to pack it out?" Of course, Which the upper bowl makes perfect be open. sense. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It'll be a large. As I said, maybe I'm the only one sitting up there Saturday. I'll just wave across at you, sit opposite side. Oh, cool! Straight across up there in the upper deck on the east side. Right. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, what else about the spring game do we need to tell people, TJ? Uh, pre-game at 11.30 for us. 11.30 to 1.30. Uh, you and Ted first hour. Steely and uh, Tyler will take over that second hour. Then Are we all about four? Yes. Yes. And then yeah. Joe Pablo after the game there on Campus Corner. Uh, Travis Davidson's going to join Tyler for some of that. And then they've got uh, Jordan Evans supposed to stop by for part of the post-game Former show. Former Sooner Jordan Evans. That's correct, yes. So, Yo Pablo. Uh, that's 5-7 to seven on the post-game coverage. Is it Yo Pablo supposed to be making me a taco? Oh, you never have done that. You, well, you probably uh-huh. need to get with them. Um, I thought somebody was setting up a remote for us. Remember, Teddy's supposed to wear a sandwich, wear a sandwich board, board out front and everything? Yeah. Um, I think there was that? some hold up on some of that stuff, but I'll get, they're listening. I'll get them involved on that. That I forgot that that hadn't happened yet. The yeah. Toby Taco. The Toby I Taco. I got ideas. I got ideas. You guys I aren't doing uh, that long a of a post game on television, right? <laughs> Ted won't either on radio for the spring game. Well, the... Radio post game will be like half hour or whatever, whatever right. however long they can keep getting interviews. I got the best gig in the world on Saturday. Good night, uh, everybody. No pregame, no post game. Yeah, you just kind of, hello, everyone, there's the kickoff. And then when it's over, let's throw it down to, I don't even know who our sideline reporter is Saturday. I should probably figure that out. I'm sure they'll get a post game reaction from Brent. We'll be out of there. So, well, my suggestion would be you then walk over to Yo Pablo, say, hey, I want my taco. And then we make Ted come over uh, and stand there in his sandwich board after the spring game. I want my taco on the menu. I worked hard for this. <laughs> I defeated all of you in well, a lengthy battle of genius. And I have a great idea for a taco. Well, then get over there and tell him, hey, here's my idea. I won the contest uh, that we did, if you guys remember. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to build a taco here. Here's my idea. Who do I ask for, Pablo? Um, Pablo, yeah, or Yo. Do One I of the two. Go, yo! <laughs> Where's Yo? And if Yo's not here, I need Pablo. I don't want to say my idea out loud because I don't want someone to steal it, TJ. But it will be the most popular taco on the menu. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm, now I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Does it involve watermelon? No. Okay. They're not in season right now. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> no, it's a tortilla with meat and cheese inside, TJ. Uh, sounds original. <laughs> yeah. But nobody's done it quite like I've done it before. All right, softball tonight. That's the other thing I need to let you know about. They're back on the diamond tonight. It's a bounce-back game tonight, TJ. I like their chances. 6.30 tonight at North Texas. Sooners are undefeated this year coming off a loss. We'll see if they can stay that way tonight against the Mean Green. I shouldn't joke about that. They're probably, I probably will uh, not go over well in the Plank household and beyond.
North Texas. North Texas is the site of uh, Lord Chamberlain's record-breaking home run back in the day. Uh, last night, there was an incident, TJ, in San Diego. Well, the Reds. Was it the chicken? No. no. The Reds lost their ninth consecutive game. That's not the, the deal. Uh, but in the first inning, Luke Voigt was was rounding third, headed home for San Diego, and had a collision at home plate with Reds catcher Tyler Stevenson. And in the collision, he hits Stevenson with his with his hands and kind of shoves his head to the ground. Uh, it knocks off Stevenson's mask and helmet, and uh, he held on to the ball, so it was an out. But it was a questionable collision. Tommy Pham, who now plays for the Reds, was asked about it afterwards. And he was not happy with Luke Voigt. He said, quote, the way his hands hit him, it was dirty as bleep. I don't like it at all. The way his hands hit him in the face, it was dirty. If Luke wants to settle it, I get down really well. <laughs> Anything. Muay Thai, which I thought was a drink. Whatever. I've got a gym owner here who will let me use his facility, so bleep him. He wants to fight him. He wants to fight him. I'm watching it now, and Tommy's out of line. You're saying that's a clean play. It's a clean play because he's reacting to how the catcher is laid out, and I think it's one of those things where you instinctually, like, your arms go to a spot to protect yourself and that person. I think he's trying to protect him more than hurt him. You're saying he was taking a glove to the midsection? Yes, and kind of his arms reacted to that glove. Yeah, that's exactly it. He doesn't shove his head to the ground. His arms go in a way of, ooh, this is going to hurt. And it, I, it looks like to me he's almost protecting the catcher's head. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch oh. it. I haven't watched it then yet. Towards the end, though, a different angle. He does shove it away a little, but it's... <laughs> okay, I, haven't, I have no decision yet. This is the first uh... time I'm seeing the play. All right, there's the first look at the collision. At full speed. I don't see anything out. He's holding his head. Stevenson appears. Now, here's a replay. Let me see this. The first base angle is the one where it looks questionable a little bit. Slide. Shove. He follows through with the right hand. Yeah. Let me see where the glove goes. Ooh, the glove does go to the midsection. But as, well, as, I really he also care. instantly like reaches back for the guy like, are you okay? Yeah, are you okay? Yeah. Right. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's dirty or not. Looks like both sides may be at fault. I'm just interested in the reply here. Uh, Tommy Pham goes on to say, I don't like it at all. There's more to his quote, TJ. They can say what they want. Everybody on that side, they know how I get down. I know a place here. I know an owner who will let me use his gym. If we need to settle anything, that play was dirty. I guess he only fights in gyms. I don't know what the deal is about a gym. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Is this, is this supposed to be an actual uh, undercard or something to a fight? Hmm. Well, tonight could get interesting. I'm telling you, man, the Reds are on their way to the worst record in baseball history. They don't have hardly any good players. They've traded them all away, and the ones that they do are all hurt. They're, they are playing a triple-A team right now. And to make matters worse, they've opened with the Braves, Dodgers, and Padres. So, jeez. 
two and nine, I think, or two and eleven. What are we? Two and eleven, maybe. Jeez. Well, we'll see whether or not we got a fight between Luke Voigt and Tommy Pham at a local San Diego gym later today. Yeah, and I'm ready to scrap uh, with you. Me? Yeah. What did I do? Well, you think your Cincinnati Reds are bad? My Rangers are worse. <laughs> What's their record? Uh, they haven't played as many games. I think they're two and eight right now. Two and nine. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> combined, we combined, we might get to a five hundred record together. Who will win more games at? Uh, Globe Life Field this year. The Oklahoma Sooners or the Texas Rangers? <laughs> the, the Sooners may, may be the answer there. <laughs> how? And I, here's the question. How many games into the season before the Texas Rangers surpass OU's win total in Globe Life Field this year? Um, It will be, I will say... Hang on, let me think of how many games they've won. They won two opening weekend. They won it's four. They've won five, and they're going to play the Big 12 tournament there. So let's say they get to six or seven. Be optimistic. If it's seven, I will home say game. not seven wins, seven home games. The Rangers will reach that. Or you're talking not win totals on the road and away, just home wins for the Rangers. How many? But they got to win more games in their home park than OU does. That will be All Star break. I'm thinking mm, second week of June. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating there. I don't have their schedule in front of me to see how many home series they have before then. But Where are their two wins right now? They beat uh, – let me look at their schedule here. They've got a win against the Angels, and they had one other one. Um, oh, at Toronto. At Toronto. Uh, they won one on the road, one at home so far. They've got one home win. That was so they've uh, gotta get, the Angels. We're, we're putting the OU win total at six or seven this year at Globe Life. Hopefully. They're five right now, so who knows. But we're, uh, OU will end up with six or seven wins, and you're saying second week of June before the Rangers get to Yes, because games. they end April with a homestand, but it's four against Houston, three against Atlanta. They're not winning many of those. Uh, they've got a shot to win a couple against Kansas City in mid-May. Uh, then they play the Angels. They get Tampa Bay at home, who's really good. They get Seattle, who's better. You know it'd be fun. They should just lop uh, Kansas and Kansas State off this year. They're you know don't let either one of them and and move the Rangers in and let them play in the Big Twelve tournament this year. <laughs> Maybe that's it. I'm guessing it may be the June 24th through 26th series against the Nationals before they get to that home win total. Hmm. Yikes! It's a toilet bowl for your team and mine. It'll be a long year, buddy. Sad. Uh, today's OTD coming up soon. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Toby and TJ back with you this hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group, home of the 899 listing fee. Terry and Jackie Saxon will list your home for 899 same service you get from any other realtor out there. They just do it for a lot less, saving you thousands of dollars. 405-361-3380, SaxonRealtyGroup.com. That discussion we just had made me very sad last segment and reminded me I got into a, what uh, 
the, the baseball discussion about how bad our teams are. I was watching oh. the Rangers the other night, and Bronson was walking through the room. I was like, hey, why don't you watch the Rangers with me? And he keeps walking. He says, because they stink. Oh, dude. And he kept you, walking. I said, hey. You can't let him talk hey. to you that way. I didn't. I said, hey, get back here. You always support your team no matter how crappy they are. Get back That's here. Right. Hey, I right. said get back here. That's exactly right. Yeah. Now, I'm going to take a personal moment because I was thinking about this exact same thing last night. <laughs> and I'm going through a hard time right now. My favorite NBA team, really two NBA teams and baseball team are all in the midst of rebuilding. Just terrible, right? Thunder trying to get as bad as they can. The Pacers are terrible. And the Reds are have dumped everyone. They're trying to rebuild. And that's the difference between you and me, TJ, and guys like Teddy Lehman and PJ Mills, these front runners. Because we have to endure, right? We gotta we gotta go through this mud and slop and garbage seasons hoping someday for glory correct we don't just jump around to whoever's winning at the time i think i'll be a patriots fan now i think i'll be a bulls fan now you know what i think i'll cheer for the lakers for a while duke basketball looks fun i'll just be a winner all the time that's why i have such a problem with front runners tj because we got to stick it out. Now you you have dabbled with front running in your past. If my but team's out of it, I will typically Texas pick a team Rangers to pull for in a series. So no, dabble hey, if you want to label it dabbling. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna say Michael Jordan was more than a dabble. That was oh, a full blown affair that, that you had with the Chicago uh, Bulls. That was yes. an affair and a love affair at that. Yeah. Uh, but. I mean, that's why I'm sensitive to this subject, TJ, because you gotta, if you're a true blue fan of a team, there are way more seasons that are disappointing than exciting. And you look around at these uh, people who just jump on, hey, you know what? I think I'm, oh boy, look at me. I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. I have been for as long as I can remember. Go Bucks. <laughs> You know what? Go Golden State. I've always thought their color scheme was pretty, and now they're winning games. I love the Warriors. <laughs> That's right. Get out of here with that stuff. Be a fan. Pick your team for whatever reason and ride the roller coaster, baby. Not every year is going to be fun. You and I are going to have a long, terrible summer, TJ. Terrible. But someday, when your Rangers win the World Series... When my Reds get to the mountaintop again, it's going to be extra glorious because we went through the hard times, baby. You know what I mean, TJ? I know. I know. I've sat on my front porch in a rocking chair, bawling my eyes out as a grown man. So, one day, you know what? there'll I just, be tears I, of happiness. I just love the way LeBron James plays basketball. Just wherever he goes, I'm a fan of his. <laughs> Uh, a few texts here. Air Comfort Solutions text line. I don't know what we were restraining from. This came in at 6.40 this morning. That is impressive restraint from Party Marty and Firecracker Eating Frank. Hmm. Thank you. I don't remember what it was at 6.40, but I'm sure it was tremendous hmm. on our part. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. This says Air Comfort Solutions spokesman Jason White has announced he will attend the spring game. He also won a Heisman Trophy at Oklahoma. 
That's true. How about that, both those true. Both yeah. of those are true. Yeah. yeah, I think Jason attends the spring game most years. Um, now, if you want to tell me Sam Bradford was going to be at something, then that's when I'll be surprised. So, yeah, yeah. Sam doesn't get out often. Uh, man, talk about not keeping their music to themselves. I had a jack wagon neighbor who would listen to his music while working out in his garage so loud that you could hear it three blocks over. But occasionally he'd be listening to the rush and you'd get out of the car and it would be like Tyler was standing in the street with a megaphone <laughs> carrying on about something. It was disturbing. <laughs> huh. Say that again. He, his neighbor was a jack wagon who would listen to his music while working out in his garage so loud you could hear it three blocks over. Oh. But occasionally, this person would pull up and the neighbor would have the rush on. So you would get out of your car <laughs> and it's like Tyler was standing in the street with a megaphone carrying on about something. So That's funny. That is pretty good, though. <laughs> uh, this says, sorry, Luna was a, a video of my dog I was trying to send you, a Doberman eating watermelon. It's hilarious to watch. That stinks you can't see it. Yeah, it didn't come through. It's just a blank gray spot there where that kind of didn't send through so but a, uh, but a doberman eating watermelon would be a hilarious video sounds like a great video sounds like you need to put that on youtube <laughs> uh tj uh looks like tj needs to get him a watermelon slicer with a scoop and they've sent me the amazon link here for it Don't i do have link i do Don't have uh link. the one for the pineapple that they make for the pineapple uh, which is what do you like? Make what do you mean, Mike? For the like to make little pineapple balls? No, it. Uh, so what you do is um, you cut the two ends off of the pineapple, and then it's this. Uh, you put it down, and then it twists down, and then you pull it straight out of the. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah, to yeah. get all the fruit out. To get all the fruit out. Yeah. Now, when is the when is opening day for pineapple season? Do you know when it's I'm coming allowed soon. to eat a pineapple? It's coming soon. Now, I will right. say I am a pineapple snob when it comes to it only being good certain times of the year. Oh, really? Yeah. Where so. do you get your pineapple at? Um, but just wherever. You have a pineapple you know. guy? No, not a pineapple guy necessarily. I just I can look at a pineapple and say that's going to be good pineapple or not. <laughs> My wife bought one for uh, breakfast uh, out at the lake How last Saturday, and I said, that's not going to be good pineapple. And they sat down. I didn't get any of it because I knew, and she said, huh, this pineapple's not great. You could tell from the outside of the pineapple. I can look at a pineapple, and I can tell that's going to be a good pineapple. How? It's just a gift. It's just a gift I have. I don't know. Does it look different? In my eyes, yes. You could see. You've got, you got x-ray pineapple vision. <laughs> yes. You can see through the pineapple and say, good pineapple or bad pineapple. I feel that I can. I feel that I can, yeah. And they don't come into season until when? When When do you accept We're coming close. We're, we're coming close. Uh, summer months, you know, is your best time to get really good pineapple, obviously. No joke, Sherlock. Thank I know. You for well, that. I'm just summer saying. Summer months. I don't know. Uh, what I've saw so far in the uh, stores, it's not ready yet. It's not, it's not ready yet. So I'll just keep walking past them until I say, huh, pineapple's ready. And I can look at it and see, and I'll pick up a pineapple. You get pineapple when you go down to Mexico? Uh, Yeah, quite a bit, yeah. Oh, boy, that's yeah. amazing, isn't it? How about out in Hawaii? You ever had a Hawaiian pineapple? I have been to the Dole Factory Ooh. in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Tongue slap your brains out right there, am I right? It's a different that kind of pineapple. Stuff. That's right. Next level pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are so dumb. 734. Today's OTD is next.
The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. I don't know what day of the week it is. Yeah. Is it Monday? I don't know. Is it Tuesday? I don't know. Maybe Sunday? I don't know. Every day feels the same. Every day feels the same. I think it's Thursday. Shut your mouth. It all feels the same. It all feels the same. I don't know what to do. So I'll just eat some snacks, get real fat, and stay in my room. Time for On This Date on this Wednesday, April the 20th. The Toby and TJ back with you. OTD, as the kids call it. TJ, 33 and 5 on the year. And I'm interested in this. Uh, I think you're going to like this group of OTDs today, TJ. Don't we tell have, me what I'm uh, going to like and what I'm not. Who are you to control my life? It's fair. That is fair. That is fair. Um, let's see. Which ones do I want to make regulation and which ones do I want to make bonuses today? You know what? Because you just snapped at me in such a manner. <laughs> <laughs> all four are regulation today. There are no bonuses for you. Okay. Wow, that's just rude. However, they are all from the world of sports. And they are all in your wheelhouses of baseball or Michael Jordan. So really? I think you got a shot. Huh. But we'll see. This is a very good collection of OTDs today. Are you ready, TJ? I'm excited about this one, yeah. 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 All right, let's start here. Let's start let's start with MJ. On this date, April twenty, what year? By the way, TJ's got to get within three. On the state, April 20 of what year did Michael Jordan break the NBA playoff record by scoring 63 points against the Boston Celtics? The 63. It came in the garden. Yeah. That would have been early career, or this would have been before they kind of became the Bulls, when it was just Jordan scoring machines. So I'm going to say that would have been 87? April 20 of what year? I'll say 87. I should be in the window on both sides, so I'm pretty comfortable with that date or that year. I'll say 87, final answer. Holy mackerel! Good start. 1986 uh, was... Michael Jordan's 63-point performance against Boston. What a performance. What a performance. In the garden. What a performance. All right, here we go. There you go. That's your easiest one. They're going to get tougher now, okay? On this date, what year, April 20, did Fenway Park open? Um, Fenway Park. You know Fenway Park, home yeah. of the Boston Red Sox, the Green Monster. It opened April 20 of what year? By the way, want a hint? Fenway Park, not as good as Wrigley or Old Yankee Stadium. Oh, how about that? Yeah. Wow. Slap in the face to Fenway Hey, there. sorry, Boston fans. Why do you say that? I haven't um, been, so why do you say that? Now, hang on. Are you talking about old old Yankee Stadium or old <laughs> I'm new I'm talking Yankee about old, uh, old Yankee Stadium, the only okay. old Yankee Stadium there is, because there's That's only one old Yankee Stadium. Why do you say that? Um, 
It didn't wow me in the way that I expected it to. I've got to go back to Fenway because here's the mistake we made. We went to Fenway on a one-day trip to Boston in which we got up at 3 in the morning for an early flight, traveled to Boston, was up around Boston all day, then went to Fenway that evening, and we were all exhausted. We all were at each other's throats. We had been traveling all day. and Who's so we all? Uh, the three of us, the, the family. Oh, okay. And... Uh, so we had a terrible we time at that game. Everybody was tired and grumpy. And so I've got to go back. But I'll say this. Wrigley wowed me when I walked up to it. Yeah, Fenway, awesome. Fenway didn't. So, but I, Oh, my heavens. Um, controversial take. It is now, a controversial take. I've there. already heard from someone that says I'm drunk. I'm not. This person's wrong. They're wrong on a lot of stuff. But, it could be. I mean, yeah. it is. You could be. But... Uh, do you remember when you were there seeing a plaque or anything? That's what I was trying to think back to. No, I, I should have. Well, I, I don't lost, know. You just lost a friend. I know it's over. I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. <laughs> I know he's a. I know he he's over a hundred years old. I know it's over a hundred years old. So, gotta be before Blake Brewster just unfriended you. Did he? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Is he a Boston he t- fan? Says me and TJ aren't friends anymore. Fenway is better than old Yankee Stadium. No way. Yeah, no way. No way. Absolutely not. No way. Um, wow. Try to uh, concentrate. We're looking for a year here, okay? I can give you a hint if you'd like. I know. No, that's not fair. I know it's over 100 years old, so pre-1920s. I'll say 1917 final answer. Go about 105 years. Coach K ah. takes an L. Older than that by that a little. One. You kind of deserved that one after you badmouthed the place. 1912 is when Fenway Park officially opened. Uh, the hint I was going to give you was that the Red Sox defeated in their opening game the New York Highlanders 7-6 to and 11. Oh, well, if you would have told me that, I would have gotten 1912. I offered. Dang. Okay. Uh, that's a miss. Let's see if you can get this one. Remember, four regulations today. Here's the next one. On this day, April 20, what year did the Cubs play their first game at Wrigley Field? Now, let me clarify this. Okay. At that time, it was called Wiegman Park. And it existed for a couple of years before the Cubs moved in. Wiegman Park, now Wrigley Field did. But on this date is when the Cubs played their first game there. It became their home. A 7-6 to six win over the Reds. Pretty close to the same age. What was it that wowed you about Wrigley, by the way? I don't know. It just had this majestic feel as I walked up to it. The, the front the sign and up there. And Fenway, the it was like, I know you're tired. I'm sorry we got up at 3 in the morning. We're going to this ball game. I already bought the tickets. Let me ask you this. So that's Is it that possibly works. the people? No, because New York's not any better than Boston as far as the people go. Oh, without a doubt, the people at Yankee Stadium, much better than the people at Fenway. <laughs> There's nothing good about the Red Sox. They just everything about them stinks. Fans. I won't say Fenway stinks. I enjoyed Fenway. I thought it was awesome. 
But I'm just saying not on the level of those other two to me. Is this a reaction to years and years of having to listen to James Hale talk about the Red Sox? Oh, that's part of it. That's part of it. <laughs> Him and his garbage bandwagon Red Sox fandom. Um, I'll say that came a little bit later. I'll say... Cubs first game at Wrigley Field. April 20, what year? So this is like... Before the name, or, or after the name changed pretty much, right? What you're saying. Well, no, it was called Wiegman Park still. When they when they played their first game, this stadium was called Wiegman Park. It later changed its name to Wrigley Field, but it is the stadium known as Wrigley Field. I'll move it back then a little bit. I'm, I was going to go the previous decade. I'm going smack dab in the middle of the 20s and just guessing 20... I'm going to go early 20s or mid-20s. I'll go 1925 final answer. Coach K takes ah. an L. Yeah, a little bit, little bit of a brutal show of baseball history today. 1916 was the uh, – it's not that much younger than Fenway Park. I mean, they're pretty much back-to-back. Yeah, I Wrigley thought so. Wrigley Field was actually you built in You threw me 19- off with the – with the uh, name change and all that, so I wanted to go that mid nineteen fifteen, but I moved it back it, a decade. It was actually built in nineteen fourteen, so you got Fenway in nineteen twelve, and Wrigley Field in nineteen fourteen. It just wasn't named Wrigley Field right off the bat. Uh, I'm trying to see when it changed its name. Uh, nineteen twenty six is when it changed its name to Wrigley Field. So maybe that's what you were thinking. Okay, that's so that's how I was answering that. That's, I didn't say when did they change the name of Wrigley Field. I asked when did the Cubs play their first game there. Well, if you're saying when did they play their first game in Wrigley Field, it would be when the name change happened. So that's the word I, I took said, that as. I clarified with the question that uh, at that time Do you time think I listen to anything you say? I clarified because I knew you'd look for a loophole. Oh, I don't listen to you. Final question. Go ahead. <laughs> Hang on a second. Clown axe. Thank you. Uh, here we go. So you're one and two. You need this one for a 500 record today. There's a lot of pressure on this one. On this date, April 20, what Struggling year? week for me. Did Ted Williams get his first major league hit? Wow. Um. The Splendid Splinter, they yeah. called him, TJ. More clothes from Ted Williams. Uh, grandkids, remember? Hand That's downs. right. Hand, Hand me downs. downs. Hand-me-downs from Ted Williams' grandkids. Um, Many referred to him as the greatest hitter of all time. His first hit came off a future Hall of Famer, Red Ruffing, in Yankee Stadium. It's not known whether it was old, old Yankee Stadium or old, new Yankee Stadium. Nobody can tell that. But Ted Williams got his first major league hit what year? April 20th. I would think it would be earlier part of the 40s. I'll say 1941, final answer. Fade away, hit it! 1939, nicely yes. done. 1939, Ted Williams' first major league. That was in my hit. jeans. That's a tough one. Yeah, you couldn't help but get that one. Practically related. <laughs> in your jeans. Two and two. Tough day today. I thought you would be better versed in your baseball park history, so you might want to bone up on that. 
But you got well, MJ. Blake Brewster's texting me stuff, splinter. throwing me off. My cousin's texting me, throwing me off with stuff and his love of Boston and Fenway as a Cardinal fan, which is just disgusting. Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, well, people were in that. my head today. We need a break. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. Toby and TJ back with you. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show's $8.99 listing fee, 405-361-3380. A couple of you texted me during that last segment. Probably need to put your home on the market. Get out of town. Go move to Boston or something. SaxonRealtyGroup.com. Terry can help you out there. Uh, just for a second. I got to answer a call. Keep going. <laughs> He's got to answer a call. Let's uh, let's get to some text here on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, Mexican watermelons are in season and tacos are Mexican, so knock yourself out. <laughs> That's right. Uh, TJ, since you're a Ranger fan with me, do you think Nelson Cruz misplayed David Freeze ball off the wall? Yes! You play back with two outs! And I don't think you're a Ranger fan. You're just trying to annoy me with that. <sighs> Sounds like Bronx is being trained to be the perfect OU frontrunner fan, future only <laughs> OU football and softball fan in the making. Uh, he's a bit of a front runner. I'm not going to lie. I'm he's back. a bit of a front runner. Yeah. I'm back. Uh, everything okay? Yeah. Yeah. I was about tomorrow. I, I'm going to be out tomorrow. It's just, oh yeah, you're belling on us details, tomorrow. So, uh, we're uh, not important enough for, to you. You're just leaving us. Not going to no, be involved are, in the show. You are important. I've got a unique opportunity tomorrow to kind of go behind the, well, you know what? Let's talk about it next hour. All right. All right. I hear the music. Now, now that I know it's definitely happening, let's talk about it next hour. So. Uh, 8 o'clock, we'll be back. T-Row in the morning show.